0: It's Mike Check.
1: It's Mike Check. The podcast that Mike
2: buys. <laughs> <laughs> and we're clear,
1: hello there, horny babies, and welcome to another episode of the critically praised podcast, Mike Check. The <laughs> only <laughs> podcast where two comedians go through the entire filmography of their hero, Funny Man mike myers just to check if it's still groovy baby my name is alexi toliopoulos and with me as
2: always is cameron james hey lex how you going thanks for having me and hey cheeky monkeys it's a pleasure to be (gasps) nestled up in your ear holes this morning who's a cheeky who's a cheeky monkey you are
1: no you are and that's why I'm your friend. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, is an appropriation of the catchphrase of Tommy Maitland.
2: Mm. Tommy Maitland is a seasoned club comic from the UK, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about him this episode. We I imagine. certainly
1: are, mm. because we are discussing the premiere of The Gong Show.
2: Now, we just pressed stop.
1: We just pressed... Well, it actually just stopped playing.
2: It stopped playing <laughs> yeah. because... Spoiler alert. We torrented this. (laughs)
1: We are in a country where the gong show is illegal to
2: get. That's right. So, government, if you're listening, please work hard to lift the embargo. (laughs) Well, can we make net neutrality a freaking thing already so
1: these two boys can
2: watch the gong show (laughs) legally? I don't want to be a pirate, government, but you're forcing me into this.
1: I mean, it's not a good time to be a pirate right now. No way. Johnny Depp? He's in the pits right now. The (laughs) new franchise film, Pirates of the Caribbean. dead men tell no tales it's more like dead men make no box office if you ask me
2: It's a bad time to be a pirate, unless, of course, you're watching the Gong Show, in which case, it's an interesting time to be a pirate. It's
1: a very interesting time. So, we are talking about the Gong Show. Why are we talking about the Gong Show? I mean, it's, it's apparently, it's got nothing to do with Mike Myers. No,
2: apparently, it's just hosted by this Tommy Maitland fella.
1: Who is a hero of the comedy scene in England, as mm. far as we know. stalwart of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Some shit like that. He's hosted some other shows, including... Dingo
2: Ate My Baby, I believe, is one of them. Which is
1: a show that apparently he hosted in Australia.
2: Yep, he has several autobiographies. One is called You've Got No Proof. Mm. Another one is called You've Still Got No Proof.
1: (laughs) Which is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> when i um, I just, I was just typing in Tommy Maitland into Google okay. to, um, to find out, maybe just get a little bio up of the guy. Sure. Um, because it has been purported that Mike Myers is playing.
2: That is the rumor. The rumor on the street that we have addressed on this podcast mm-hmm. is that Tommy Maitland could be Mike Myers.
1: Yes. And when I hit Google, the first thing that
2: comes up is uh, just describe the page. <laughs> okay so the first thing that comes up is a photo of Mike Myers yes next to the name Mike Myers <laughs> with his biography, <laughs> the biography of, me, of Mike Myers so it looks like the internet is well and truly on our side here mm, they, yeah they believe that Tommy and Mike are one and the same
1: I think they're not wrong because having watched the full episode of the Gong show right now there are a lot of Mike. Mannerisms there's in a lot there. Of
2: Mike touches. Yes. Mm. And Mike loves to touch. He but certainly does. There's one question left on my mind mm. Did he touch too much? Mm. That's the question we're going to try and answer on this episode as we recap the performance of Tommy Maitland mm. or Mike Myers in The Gong Show. And this is odd for us because
1: when we started this podcast, this was about trying to find out where our hero was, why he wasn't on our screens anymore. And it was going to be an exploration of cinema. There's a lot of movies that he's in, like twenty or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to go through all these movies, and we're film critics. Yeah. We may be comedians, but by night, I mean by night we're comedians, but by day we're probably film critics. Yeah, I think that's probably. Also right. in unemployed. The <laughs> yeah. in, the,
2: in the afternoon, I'm, I do something completely different. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm that's, a what I a root for money. <laughs>
1: Well, you gotta text me hashtag Gong when you get them when you get them in there. Um, so, but now Mike
2: Myers might be back on our screens. Uh huh. That changes what this podcast is. Now it's not a why is he absent from our screens? Where is he podcast? Now mm. it's more a what has he become? Yes. What is Mike now? Why? Why has he chosen to come back? Why has he chosen to come back as this character? Mm. And then on top of that. Why has he chosen to come back for this specific show? This show. Show. It's very odd. Now, we've sort of covered what the Gong Show is in the past. Mm. Do you think we need to... I think we must. Give a little bit of a recap. We simply must. As to
0: what it is. This summer, a legend returns and a legend arrives. (laughs) Thursday, June 22nd, the Gong Show is back. Who's this cheeky monkey? (laughs) incredible acts. I love that. Celebrity judges. I hate it. I gave it a one. And one huge gong. You put this together last night Legendary host Tommy Maitland makes his American debut We're just here for
2: funsies The
1: Gong Show So The Gong Show is a TV program Mm -hmm. uh, That is a live-ish variety show Mm -hmm. Hosted by Tommy Maitland Mm -hmm. Who is a stalwart of the Edinburgh comedy (laughs) scene Uh, And it is basically they get freaks to come in Mm -hmm. And do whatever the little shtick is Perform to a panel of three rotating celebrity judges Mm -hmm. who either give them a score out of 10 at the end or if they suck so very hard Mm -hmm. they get gonged off
2: now it's a it's a talent show basically Mm. it's kind of like the anti-american idol yeah totally but the format predates american idol
1: it's like if american idol but everyone is william hung
2: basically yeah, yeah it's just they've gotten all the freaks and Uh, I said it's a The format's old It is an old format It was created in the 70s By a guy called Chuck Barris Mm -hmm. Who Later Claims to be Part of the CIA Yes (laughs) So He's also probably He's Tommy Maitland-esque I would say Which is why it's sort of Appropriate in a way That we have a A comedian in character hosting. I think Chuck
1: Barris would be very proud of. um, Yeah, of Tommy Maitland's. I think so. The concept of Tommy Maitland. I think he'd be proud
2: of the concept of it because it's it's something that's kind of performance arty Mm. or you know anti comedy in a way. But the fact still remains: this is on a network, Mm. an American network channels and so, it's the
1: most uh, earnest of the networks abc i would yeah, say they yeah. they're the ones that do um uh, like uh modern family
2: and stuff yeah. like that i believe so they are trying to have their cake and eat it too or and then spit the cake out into someone else's mouth mm. uh, <laughs> it's like it's sort of like an anti-talent show but at the same time it is a talent show it's still you're still watching yeah. a format you've seen everywhere for the past 15 years
1: to me this is too clean mm. and i think what would i would make me what would bring this into the 21st century this show in this format is i think it's great that is celebrating these freaks mm-hmm. they're not even freaks i don't know why i'm calling them freaks but you know alternative performers that uh have odd acts such as dressing up as a monkey playing a Um, Bagpipe while you're on a unicycle That's squirting fire Uh, (laughs) That is not your regular everyday act But it is celebrated on this show I like that kind of shit
2: I like that kind of shit That's true You love that kind of stuff
1: No, I like that kind of
2: (laughs) shit (laughs) But you're right It is still uh, something that we've seen Well, now because we're so used to seeing Mm. talent shows with all the Got Talent shows and Idol, X Factor, Voice, the format, yeah, (laughs) the format doesn't feel Mm. dangerous or edgy in any way like this show allegedly used to be. Weirdly, um, it has. I I was going to say this show should be on comedy central
1: mm, totally
2: because then you could get away with going a bit dirty or a bit bluer but as i was about to say that i googled the gong show and realized that it did used to be on comedy central the when old... they revived it with okay. um, david tell yeah in the late 2000s because it was it was originally um an nbc show yeah and the 70s and then i guess comedy central would have bought it and made it a, made it their version of it, and then now it's on ABC. So that's it's really strange that it's jumped yeah. networks so many times.
1: Because I think that it could embrace that alternative thing that maybe an Adult Swim does now, and kind yeah. of like just go even more zany, like an Eric Andre type. Well, that's show. the thing
2: because we we know Eric Andre so exactly. much now, and everything Tim and Eric have done, that they, where they've parodied this format so much. Mm. Then now, even though this is still kind of making fun of the format, it still feels a bit naff. Maybe. Yeah,
1: but I think as well, it's the premiere. How can they, they can not nail true, it straight true, away? True, I think true. they have to try and find the voice for a show like this that will always be ever evolving. Oh,
0: it's
2: whatever so, the whatever
1: the whatever the cast is for the episode,
2: it's just so hard to figure out what this show should be. Even mm. for us as an audience, we're watching it and going, "Okay, we know it's." Well, we assume it's a it's Mike Myers' in yes. character, so we want to see Mike be Mike, mm. and we want to see the judges who are comedians and and celebrities be funny and biting and cruel. Yeah, but also we know it's on a major network and it has to be sort of nice. Yeah, so it's just a weird tone, I think.
1: Totally, I think it is. An, it's an odd <laughs> tone, and I think um, the Tommy Maitland thing is what makes it interesting. Right, yeah. Because we are searching this guy. Mm. I can't stop fucking looking at this guy, looking into his eyes, trying to peel away mentally the prosthetics with my, I guess, my hands.
2: Yeah, you want to get in there on set, peel the. How would you feel if you were allowed a moment with Tommy Maitland Mm. and you were just allowed to touch his face? (laughs) with your fingers and, and look yeah. into his eyes and grab his just big Just grab his, his eyes head. and just
1: put my fucking head right against his melon <laughs> and just look and go, are you Mike Myers? <laughs> are you Mike, baby? And just be staring at him. I don't know because that's what I kept on doing this whole episode and there's yeah. like moments like this is totally Mike Myers. There's never a moment where I don't think it's him. Yeah. But I'm just like, please just be yourself. Like there's yeah. one moment in this where he kind of broke character a little bit. Uh-huh. And he laughed at a joke he said. Can you remember what it was?
2: I can't. There were so many jokes in It was in this. such a long episode. <laughs> it was like a 45-minute
1: episode. But he made, um, he made the other judges laugh, right. which are Will Arnett, uh-huh. Ken Jong, mm-hmm. and Zach Galifianakis. As
2: Tommy Maitland pronounces it, <laughs> which was the first laugh I got from this episode. Yeah, because
1: that was also... Maybe that was the first kind of character break of him, mm. was... It seemed like Tommy or Mike had not mm. thought about how to pronounce that name <laughs> until he was halfway through it. It's like how <laughs> yeah. his character is meant to do it. was like Zach Galifianakis.
2: <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think it was very, very funny. And um,
2: he's what? How, let's describe his humor. Tommy's humor? Mm. Okay. Now, you, at one point during the show, you turned to me and said, do you think... Mike invented this character specifically so he could be a hack mm. And I think that is sort of what the character is He's yeah. like a club hack
1: Because The weird thing is, I thought that this would be They'd invented this character because he had to be quick on his feet right right and right, really right. come up with zingers in the moment because that's it's a live show mm. it's a live tv the live yeah. tv is mike's milieu <laughs> you know that's what he said famously when he was referring to his crazy incident with mr kanye west future yeah. prayers yeah but he, everything he said is very written
2: yeah it's Oh God! Yeah, it's totally, so scripted. totally scripted. It's so scripted, as you pointed out in the credits. Uh, head writer was 80 Miles mm. for this, who is known for basically writing funny, charming one-liners yeah. and whatnot.
1: 80 Miles, um, you may know him. He was the—I don't know if he is currently still the head writer of on Fallon. On Fallon, like maybe, maybe not because of this show, or maybe yeah, it's his not. second gig. I
2: think he might have left a. A couple of years ago, actually, yeah. but yeah, he he's in Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah,
1: he's um he's I love him. I love he's worked AD with Galavanakis a lot. Yeah.
2: they've collaborated a lot. Yeah, he's a he's a great alternative comic. Did he still work on Conan? Maybe I'm not sure, I'm but sure I think he's he's got, he used he's to got work some pretty good. Was alternative he on the state? Creds. No, he wasn't on the state, but he has collaborated with the with state everyone a lot. from yeah, there basically. And now he's writing for the Gong Show. Yeah,
1: so he left in March. <laughs> He let eighty miles left uh, the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon in March
2: this year. Yes, yeah, so this oh, must okay. be his
1: first project
2: right after that. Post Fallon, he's gone from, as you put it, the uh, Lenny Riefenstahl of our generation yeah. to an enigma.
1: Yes, maybe he he maybe he's he felt bad for enabling Trump.
2: Maybe, maybe he did.
1: Maybe that what he wrote this feathery shuffling of the hairs and now he's trying to set it right by bringing back the career of mike myers
2: what a goddamn
1: personally he's done a good job by me <laughs> yeah, well, of maybe course. it's aimed just for me he's heard me criticize the show <laughs>
2: <laughs> i feel like you um you specifically are the person that his his career is for he mm. he has gone all right I need to make it up to this Alexi boy. He's... he's Alexi boy is my nickname, by the (laughs) way. (laughs) (laughs) Alexi boy. Let's see what I can do to make Mike funny again. And it's... Oh, it it was... It was very strange.
1: It's odd. Because there is a moment as well, like I said, where he breaks character and he laughs at the other judges uh, making fun of an act (laughs) that got gonged off in some (laughs) regard. And... That was great because you just saw him living. And I think um, to get to comedy nerdy on this, uh, Matt Besser once said that a great comic comedy character, improv character should be worn just like a hat, easy to take on and off. You know, oh, right. And I think that's what this is kind of lacking is that yeah. it is really just, it's a strong character piece. It's a strong character yeah. study. It's unbreaking. And I think that is... Odd choice for something that's got to be so fast-paced.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. You can't take this character off like a hat because there is probably four kilos of mm. prosthetics that go along with the hat. Yeah. And Mike has never been known as someone who can... He's not like an Andy Samberg or someone who's kind of like always half in character. Mm. Or even Bill Murray, someone who was who's like doing a character piece but also constantly winking to the audience like, you know, isn't it crazy I'm doing this mm. character? Mike uh, becomes his characters. Yeah. And the thing with Tommy is, and this is straight after watching the pilot, he's too much of a real person. Yeah. He's way more real than Austin or Dr. Evil. He, he feels even more grounded than Mike's characters when he's like Wayne Campbell or... Yeah. Or the dude from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Like Charlie him. McKenzie. Yeah, he feels... How could you not remember Charlie McKenzie? <laughs> the iconic <laughs> character. Yeah, he feels more real than them, even, mm. And they're essentially real characters. It feels like I could walk up to him, grab him by his
1: melon head, <laughs> and scream into his face, he seems so real.
2: Well... I hope I don't do that. I hope you don't. <laughs> what I if really... I have the compulsion to do that if I ever to meet Tommy <sighs> Maitland? I'm so... Oh, okay. Should we... I mean, are we going to... We should really try to dig into what we think of this character mm. now. Because the more I think about it, I do like the character. I like him. I like Tommy a lot. I think he is... I like the voice. I like the mannerisms. Yes. I like this kind of like cheeky monkey, playful, charming hack.
1: I like the concept all behind it as well.
2: But why... Why this?
1: It's because it's not bursting off the screen like these no, other characters that we love.
2: But it can't, because there's no, you can't linger on him for longer than four seconds. You know, mm. he's basically just introing acts and then throwing to the judges. It's like, it's fun. And it was fun in the lead up to this when we were getting all the press and when mm. he did the Kimmel appearance and everything. But at the end of the day, this is a host of a variety show yeah. who doesn't get much screen time. So, yeah. I'm just thinking he's got to be in character and in makeup for like three or four hours at a time during these shoots mm. for ultimately like 10 minutes of screen time, maybe. Not even. Yeah. Probably not even 10 minutes. Yeah, probably, an uh, probably
1: about 10 minutes, maybe through this 40-minute 40 episode, 45 minutes. But does it hour seem long worth ads? it? Um, I think it seems... Uh, it's hard to say if it's worth it because it is the first episode. We've got to give it some slack. I think we're being so hard because we are the only two guys that have built this up for ourselves in the world (laughs) by podcasting about it for a year now, trying to just get him back. And now we've got him back, but it's in a way that we did not anticipate. We thought we were going to get Austin Powers 4 at this point in time.
2: Yeah, you know. know.
1: And that's what we had gunning for us was Austin Powers 4. And I don't think we should feel the disappointment that we are perhaps feeling right now because... We're being too fucking greedy. But the thing is... We got our boy back.
2: We got him back. Okay, you're right. We We got got him back. back. We got It was us. We got him back on the screen. I think the two of us are largely responsible for this. I would say so.
1: We've got thousands and thousands of fans. Yeah. That truly are horny dudes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And dudettes. And
1: dudettes, of course. I don't like the word dudettes. (laughs) Can't we just say gender neutral (laughs) horny babies?
2: Yeah, horny babies. Which, by the way, I was thinking about that... um... (laughs) Okay. I'm thinking about a horny baby as a catch-all term for our listeners, and I could not stop thinking about an actual horny baby, <laughs>
1: like from Ali <Ally> McBeal. <laughs> like a dancing, Ally McBeal dancing a dancing, horny baby. baby.
2: Uh, and I just couldn't. This is, <laughs> and it was funny. I was talking about it to Becky about the idea of a, a horny baby <laughs> who's just like in the nappy, and they're yeah. like, mm, "I'm a little." <laughs> I'm a little baby. Mm. Mm. (laughs) And it's really disturbing. I think it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. I guess. (laughs) I'm a little baby. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, but only horny for other babies, please. Oh, okay. (laughs) Have some respect. Yeah. But okay, so you're right. We can't be too greedy. We got what we wanted. We got Mike back. And sure, it's like anything in life. It doesn't turn out the way you wanted it to be. I
1: think it's because we are upset that he's hiding. We got him kind of back, but he's still hiding.
2: It's not that for me. I'm fine with the character. Mm. I just wish... You know what I could have dealt with is if he's going to do a full character piece that has lots of nuance and subtlety and it's it's a fully realized character, Mm. which Tommy is, I want to see a show built around that character and not that character slotted into a show. That's
1: what it feels like. Yeah. The character is slotted into a show. I mean,
2: this—the fact that the Gong Show is a pre-existing property—is mm. already enough for me to go, well, why? You know, it's not—it's not a Mike Myers show. It's a—it's just someone's come to Mike and said, "Do you want yeah. to host this?" Presumably, Will Arnett, and he's said yes. So it—that feels strange that he didn't build something around himself mm. and this new character. Yeah, I would like to see Tommy Maitland in a more like. Curb your enthusiasm. That's exactly where I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or just him doing stand up. Yeah. I'd love to see him on Comics Unleashed. What if he did?
2: (laughs) What if Tommy Maitland did a special and that was Mike's new project? That would be cool. Just an HBO hour special with some behind the scenes footage
1: on Netflix or something.
2: Yeah, Netflix. I yeah. mean, I was thinking HBO because
1: he's old school. He's old school, <laughs> yeah, and it's
2: <laughs> it's great to get up on that. Yeah,
1: I wish he got one of those one night stands. Oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Comedy Central presents even. Yeah, a half hour. It's
1: a half hour. That way, he doesn't have to write too much material. Yeah,
2: and you can maybe fill in another half hour with like a behind the scenes yeah. special of this guy crossing the pond. Yes. To come over. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. I think
1: that's what Mike got interested in this character as well. Was like yeah. going like, this is a character who's come, who's an old school guy who's coming to finally make it in America because he's yeah. got this fabulous backstory. This character, yeah. how he was involved in like a Ponzi scheme and all that kind of stuff. The backstory went, is so good. It's thrilling and all these mm-hmm. weird other shows that he's hosted. Yeah. And it feels kind of, I'd love it if the show be was around him. Like if the first 15 minutes of this show. Was a history of Tommy Maitland going, showing all the old shows that he's yeah. worked on. You know, like, you know, little recreated clips mm. and stuff like that, inserting him into iconic moments of Showbiz history mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like maybe, uh, you know, we're at the Oscars. David Niven is on stage, he's mm. presenting an award, and then a streaker comes in, the streaker guy comes in, and then Tommy Maitland tackles him and says, who's a cheeky monkey? Yeah. You are, and flips, his little <laughs> <laughs> flips the guy's little dicky around, or something like that. <laughs> you know, something like That's that. It's real you know? specific. <laughs> well, what do you think about iconic moments in... Celebrity history, the first one, is the streaker at the Oscars, comes to mind immediately.
2: Oh, that really did not come to mind for me <laughs> at all. Well, or maybe
1: it's at, he's at the Hurricane Katrina Benefits. Yeah, sure. Live from New York. Sure. It's the Hurricane <laughs> Katrina Benefits. Okay. And he, it's him, Kanye West, and Mike okay, Myers. Okay, now
2: that's crazy. That's crazy. That. You know, something that. like that. Yeah, I love that
1: kind of stuff. Um, you do love that kind of shit. I love that. As kind of do shit. I. I love, I love that, that kind, of kind of shit. I
2: think what we're saying is we want a um, almost like a Spinal Tap or mm. a um, The Ruttles. Have you ever seen The Ruttles? Yeah, I've seen The Ruttles. Like something like that, where it's like a fake history of this guy, and mm. you see all sorts of footage from different eras and all that. And and it's kind of a, st- a story about watching this man try to make it in America mm. after being a hit in the UK. That would be cool.
1: Yes, if the HBO... Sh- if instead of remaking the gong show, mm. they remade How to Make It in America, <laughs> the HBO <laughs> yes. show. But just use the title and made it about Tommy Maitland try- yeah. trying to make it in America.
2: Because how is it possible that the, the press and the backstory of this character... ...is more interesting than what ends up on the screen. seeing scene. him come to life. Like, I think the the performance is there. It's great. But the fact of the matter is that we don't get to see enough of him. Like, he doesn't do
1: we... have much to do. No. He just he's has just to He's just basically be... going like, this guy's weird. And yeah. he's a little bit about him. And
2: look, he's very charismatic mm. and very charming and he knows how and to... And he's fucking sexy, we'll say it. Okay. He's built like a brick shit shithouse. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm going to go on record mm. and say maybe... This is Mike's hottest character. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Probably yeah,
1: Bobby. This and uh, Linda Richmond. Yeah, Linda and Richmond's maybe hot as well. Fat bastard. <laughs> There's something about him. He's got that charisma like
2: no He's other. He's definitely got an animalistic, mm. haunt like sexiness about him. But but Tommy. Tommy's a silver fox. A silver auburn fox I think he
1: actually is his his hottest character Yeah, he's hot I mean, he's
2: weird looking, but it's hot should we rank the Mike Myers characters now? Hot or not? Hot or not Alright Okay So we're ranking Mike Myers characters in order of hotness Let's go chronologically through his films Okay Wayne Campbell
1: He's hot Hot Wayne Campbell is pretty hot Yeah,
2: he's hot He's got that little tush He's got that tushy And God, do you think his butt
1: looks still that good today? <laughs> Thank you, Penelope We'd love to see it
2: Yeah, we'd love to see that Tommy. little tush Tommy Why do you moon us one episode? <laughs> he's got that hair He yeah. does the tummy rolls He's confident in his body That's Yeah, he's hot. got
1: a sexy attitude about him as well Yeah Definitely hot
2: Yeah, okay Um. Charlie McKenzie and Stuart McKenzie
1: Stuart McKenzie, not hot. Not hot. Definitely. He's an old man. He's cranky. Um, chuck him on the not list. Charlie McKenzie. This is a close to a
2: natural mic. Yeah. I'm saying hot. Okay. What about you? Um. Also, we see his tush in this. <laughs> yes, and it's sexy. It is a sexy... Okay, all right. Yeah, sure. He's Charlie hot. McKenzie's hot. So far, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, okay. Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. Um... Dr. Evil, not. Not. That's a not.
1: Definitely not. He's playing
2: a grotesque character. There. He's
1: grotesque.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Evil is grotesque. Austin?
1: Hmm. I don't know. He's definitely sexy. He's
2: sexy, but is he hot?
1: Hmm. God, I think I'm going to say not. Yeah, I think you might be right. And that's, I guess, where the comedy comes from. He's (laughs) he's a guy who's sexy, but he's not hot. Yeah, okay. Okay, so.
2: That's great. Okay, now next character. This one, I'm very curious about what you think. Oh, no. All right. Steve Rubell from 54.
1: Steve Rubell. I reckon he's hot oh, whoa. <laughs> I think there's something about Steve Rubell It's the kind of The half-closed eyes And the drippy mouth There's something about it In my mind Is that there's um, I think it's the accent as well I like that Brooklyn yeah. That Brooklyn okay. accent
2: I'm into the accent But I'm gonna have to throw him on the not pile For me That's our first well, disagreement
1: Hey, he's gonna love it on either pile So that's okay <laughs> He's gonna spit on that
2: pile I think I know who's next uh, I don't think you do <laughs> okay. You don't, because this is a very a very brief one. This is Tim Broderick, the character he plays in the Thin Pink Line. Oh,
1: that's I was going <laughs> to guess either that or the other one. Yeah. Thin Pink Line. It's just Mike Myers hanging yeah. out with his wife at his house. I'm going to say not hot. Not hot. That's not hot. that's at home, Mike. That's yeah, fine. That's fine. And listen, that is the real Mike, and there's no problem with him not being hot in that moment. No, that's fine.
2: That's fine. He's just comfortable, and that's not hot to me.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just hanging out with these fucking dogs. Okay, now
2: this one, I think you know I know it who it
1: is now. Pete. Is this Pete from Pete's meteor <laughs> Iconically the worst movie we've ever seen. <laughs> Full stop. Not just on this podcast. <laughs> it's my least favorite movie of all time. Uh-huh. Mike Myers. Uh, it's an Irish drama mm-hmm. where he plays a junkie. That puddin' face. That puddin' face. I, will, I don't know. You start, You start. Can you talk this one through? Okay,
2: Pete, let's have a look at him. He's What's, athletic. He can kick a soccer ball mm. really far in that one shot yes. that didn't have any relevance to the rest of the movie. Well,
1: didn't it show that it had some magic realism? Yeah, but for Fuck, that one shot. Do we have to watch that movie again one day?
2: <laughs> I think so. Oh, God. I know. Luckily, you paid for it. Ugh,
1: thank God we got it for free next time. Thank God,
2: yeah. Okay, Um, not hot, sorry. The accent didn't work for me. Yeah, the accents Not buying real bad. it as a junkie.
1: And he's all stressed in the movie and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Then. Stress is not hot. <laughs> yeah, we can we can attest that stress yeah. is not hot. No. Yeah,
2: Pete, you suck. Sorry, Pete. Okay, um, fat bastard. You've already said you think is hot. He's kind
1: of hot. What do you think?
2: I but mean, these are the same thing. As I think Austin, it's like where he's like Austin. He's sexy, but he's, he's not, not hot. hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Other, we had a realization of what we are (laughs) doing. What are we doing? Oh Oh, my god.
2: God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) Moving on, moving on. Um, Donnie
0: Schultz.
2: Really? But like, I don't remember what he is. He's that um announcer. He's but the one. What he look cooler. like? What does he look like? I can't remember.
1: <sighs> let's let's get the research <laughs> up on this one. I'm gonna say he's kind of hot.
2: Okay, alright. I'm gonna
1: say that um
2: what's his name? Donnie Schultzhofer Donnie
1: Schultzhofer From Mystery Alaska Which is a cameo role He's only in it For like three seconds Three minutes He plays like a TV show Host of a sports He's a commentator He's a sports commentator He's kind of Got a little bit of makeup on But he's got this Kind of weird curly hair Very 1990s Mm. Um, There's something about him That I find a bit hot Maybe it's an attitude thing Okay Um but it's not quite the Austin awesome where it's sexy. I'm like, no, he's, he's not sexy. Yeah, he's just something about him. He's got a magnetism to him.
2: Yeah, okay. But what you're seeing there, I think, is Mike. You're not seeing Donnie. Yeah, yes, I think so. Yeah. You're seeing through the makeup mm. to, to Mike. Um, you say I'm shooting through the makeup at, into Mike. <laughs> Absolutely. Next character, Shrek.
1: Shrek is fucking ugly. He's yeah. opposite of hot. He's fucking ugly. He's a <laughs> fuggo and he's fucked up and ugly. He's depressed. He's not even sexy.
2: What about when Shrek's a human?
1: Now that's hot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when Shrek is a
1: human in Shrek 2, yeah. that's kind of hot. That jawline, that feathered hair. He kinda they said that he's modeled after Mike Myers. I don't see it. I don't see it. At <laughs> <all. Yeah. laughs>
2: He looks nothing like Mike Myers. No, but
1: he is um, he's hot. Why did
2: they say that? I don't know. No,
1: I really like don't know he. because I can't see what they're pointing at when they no. say it's a model after Mike Myers. Maybe the same shape of their head. Yeah, maybe. But most humans have the same shape of their head, so I don't know.
2: Uh, okay, Gold Member. What about you? You didn't
1: say. You-
2: Shrek not hot. Shrek is a human, not hot. I don't like conventionally attractive people. I'm into the more. (laughs) I'm into more quirk. Okay. David Quirk. Okay. (laughs) Australian comedian David Quirk. Okay. Gold member. He's sexy. Gold (laughs) member.
1: Gold member. It's hard to say because Mm. he's got that flaky skin. Yeah. Which is not hot. Mm.
2: Do you know what I think we're going to agree on for this? Gold member. Sexy but not hot. (laughs) He's sexy once again, but not hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The cat in the hat.
1: Um, Fuck. Definitely the most disturbing to look at of all of them. So I guess <laughs> that's not hot. And I don't think it's sexy either.
2: Okay. Now. What do you reckon? As you know. Famously, you have. Famously, I do have a feline friend that I have a crush on. <laughs> Puth In, in boots. In boots. <laughs> And I gotta remain loyal to puss. Sorry, cat in hat. You're not mm, for me. Not there's hot. only one puss for this kid. Yeah. Um. Have we got anyone else? Oh, We've got the guy from View from the Top, John Whitney.
1: Yes, who does have a crooked eye. Yeah. And I would say he is. He's kind of asexual, so he's not sexy.
2: Yeah. Not sexy and not hot.
1: And not hot. Sorry, I say it. Yeah. He's okay. not hot. We
2: have t- we have I think two more, mm-hmm. and I'm really curious what you think of mm-hmm. this. Okay. Guru, Maurice Pitka. Oh, mama.
1: Hmm. From the love guru. (laughs) That's
2: right. Hmm. I think he's hot. (laughs) I think he's hot. You know what? I think he's hot, but not sexy. Yeah, I
1: think he's not sexy, but he's hot. I can't believe the range on Mike Myers. Yeah, I know. Because he's played characters that are (laughs) sexy, but not hot.
2: Hot, but not sexy. Well
0: he's played characters that
1: are both. <laughs> both <laughs> that are hot and sexy, like Wayne Campbell and uh-huh. probably Charlie McKenzie <laughs> That are neither. And now we got
2: one that is hot and not sexy. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. I
1: reckon I couldn't even do any of these.
2: Here's the final one, and this mm. this is gonna blow your mind. Okay. General Ed Fenwick
1: mm. Yeah. Um What do you think?
2: Hot, Yeah. I'd love him to take me on a moustache ride, that's for sure. (laughs) I'd let Churchill sit in the corner and watch Mm. him. So who were the hot ones? I'd let him put some junk in the trunk. (laughs) (laughs) So we got got Guru Maurice
1: Pitka, Wayne, Charlie McKenzie. I'm putting Charlie towards the bottom of the list. Sure.
2: You also said... uh, Shrek as a human and... <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't agree on him, so Shrek as a human is not in the running. Um, I would say it's a competition
1: between M- Guru Maurice Pitka, <laughs> Tommy Maitland, <laughs> Wayne Campbell, and General and Sh- Ed probably <laughs> yeah. from bastard. Bastards. Yeah. Who is the hottest?
2: Who's the hottest of all those characters?
1: I mean, Wayne Campbell's the easy one to think, but I'm not convinced he's, he's, the he's hottest. Because he's yes, young. Yes, and these are the boys yeah, that yeah, have yeah. you know reached a maturity in <laughs> yeah. life and there's something about that that's quite
2: enticing there is experience like mm. I'm thinking Tommy when I look at Tommy I think I bet he shagged his way all over Britain. The Edinburgh Fringe Festival? More like the Edinburgh Flange Festival. <laughs> or More like the Edinburgh Minge Festival. <laughs> That's way better. That's way better. Because
1: this guy is really tearing it up. Yeah. And um, he's very sexy as well because he's always like, he's always flirting with Will Arnett. Yeah. There's something about that that really makes me... Horny baby Oh, you answered
2: the question that I dared not ask mm, yet
1: I'll tell you This sh- this show made you horny? Mm, um, not exactly, but this but that, did. that interaction made That me... gender
2: fluidity Yes,
1: I find that <clears throat> a, a lovely thing for Mike to embrace
2: Yeah, of course a
1: Really wonderful thing for him to embrace Is gender fluidity <laughs> <laughs> And sexual fluidity
2: A lot of people were going on about how hot Will Onet is in this show mm. Is he?
1: I don't know. I think people so. People think he is. <laughs> people or... think, is Will Arnett sexy? Will Arnett, don't you think he's sexy? Yeah, I guess he's sexy.
2: I guess people think he is. That mm. whole that woman had a whole song about how hot yeah, there was. a one was. of the
1: acts was an opera singer who mm. sung about how hot Will Arnett was. And then she ripped open her top and instead of revealing um, some, <laughs> some boobage, <laughs> she had a picture of Will Arnett on her and then like three of them.
2: Yeah, and he... It was like the scene from Total Recoil, but instead of <laughs> instead of three glorious
1: boobs, <laughs> it was three bickies of Willardette. Yeah,
2: and uh, he signed them all, and he mm. gave her a ten, a ten out of ten.
1: <laughs> the Bo Derek.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So we've we've are we set on the fact that Tommy might be Mike's hottest character? I hate the face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that seems to be antithetical to this very exercise. (laughs) So is that a no from you? (laughs) I think,
1: in conclusion, after seven minutes of wrecking all of these characters from hottest to notest, Tommy Maitland is not the hottest Mike Myers character. Well, what I a mean, payoff <laughs> After all of that I must say Wayne Campbell Is probably the <laughs> hottest character That's a safe
2: choice I'm yeah. going to go with Tommy That's where we really? disagree Really?
1: Okay yeah, yeah. Wow Yeah For me Tommy Guru Pitka And then I would say Ed Fedek And <laughs> then Wayne Campbell Host. That's number one yeah.
2: Okay So Tommy's the least hot <laughs> <laughs> No, Out of all the hottest No ones. No
1: No no. I would Oh maybe um, He's on level With Guru Pitka
2: Okay, alright But Ed
1: Fennig, there's something about that guy Something about Ed Fennig, mm. isn't there? Yeah, because he just looks like a classic British character actor
2: Yeah Well, listen uh, Okay, so that's probably what Mike wanted When he's trolling through the internet Looking for reviews of the Gold mm. show I'm sure he'll stumble upon this and go Well, at least <laughs> one of these two guys from <laughs> Australia Thinks my new character's hot I think he's hot, but I hate the
1: face <laughs> I like the body I like his body Yeah okay Cause it- <laughs> He's a real prawn mate Rip the head off Keep the body That's what I say
2: <laughs> oh, He's a bit of a Buddy's face
1: Yeah Butter face um, That's what I'd say
2: Mmm well, look. That's interesting. Sometimes
1: I'm all about the bodice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. sculpted for the gods. Well, you
2: know, you don't, uh, you don't look <laughs> at the mantle when you're stoking the fire. You said that last week, <laughs> certainly. Did.
1: And I looked up from where I knew the quote. Where's it from? I know it from an episode of Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> Where Bulldog has a moment, uh, you know, B- Bulldog Briscoe, one of the great characters in 90s sitcoms. He um has a moment of vulnerability where he says that he caught his dad having an affair with a prostitute. Mm. And then he, and Frasier was very <laughs> touched by it's He's like, oh, Bulldog, okay. He's like, yeah, she was ugly.
2: <laughs> and then his dad told him that You line. know what? Maybe that's where I got it from. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's exciting to know that we think that this is maybe a a sexy character. Now, let me ask you a question: mm. Do you think that Tommy Maitland is horny?
1: For sure. Yeah, one of the horniest characters on TV currently. <laughs> Probably him and um, Denoso from NCIS are the two <laughs> Horniest characters on TV. Wow. Um, actually, Denozzo is no longer on NCIS. Um, he's on a new show called Bull. So.
2: Okay. <laughs> Cool, dude.
1: <laughs> um, but he, yeah, I think he's very horny. What about you?
2: Oh yeah, very, very, very horny. Very I think, flirtatious. Um, he's dancing around a lot. That's mm. where you see the most micisms. Is when yeah. he's dancing around. It's this kind of mm. playful movement. He's very comfortable with his body. Mm. Um, you're right. He does flirt with Will Arnett quite a bit. The very nature of him calling the audience cheeky monkeys, as we've discussed before, very horny. Absolutely Making them bad Exactly Very
1: Austin move Yeah Where you make them Part of the joke And you delight them It's the same as Oh behave
2: Yeah It's like They're the ones who It's like You're the one who's good And you're saying Oh you're being a cheeky monkey Or Mm. please behave around here Yeah And they may feel delighted that they got to be bad for a second yeah. without actually having to be bad. And they can still go to heaven. Yeah, I mean, and let me ask you this question. Do you think Tommy Maitland will go to heaven?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't think so. This guy's going straight to hell. He's I a cheeky monkey. He'll be the life of the party. Down oh, there. he's going to rip it up.
2: He'll be down there at the barbecue with... Hitler and...
1: Saddam. So Walter Matthau, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Walter Matthau did f- fall to hell. <laughs> one of our favourite actors of all time, one of the most beloved and cherished actors in the history of cinema, yeah. Walter Matthau is roasting it up in hell right now. <laughs> yeah. It's all because he gave a kid a beer in Bad News Bears. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's what
2: did it. But the 70s were a different time. Mm. And Tommy knows all about that. He's been around the block
1: Yeah A few times one might say
2: (laughs) Well okay So you think I think he's horny too And it leaves me To I guess ask myself the question Mm. Was I made horny During this episode
1: Of the gong show The premiere
2: (sighs) Let me say I I believe I was But not by Tommy Maitland What were you turned on by? What possibly could
1: you be turned on by on this show other than Tommy Maitland?
2: Well, if I'm going to be honest with you, it was The Married with Bananas. Are you serious? Which. Okay, so let me give you a bit yeah, of context. Yeah, give them
1: the rundown of this horrible
2: Okay, so one of the one of the performances that came out to be gonged or to win, mm. that's something I'll say oh, yeah, for the end. it is a competition. <laughs> it is a competition by the way. Um were a married couple called Married with Bananas and the whole sketch was it's basically two girls one cup Mm. But it's them chewing up banana and taking turns spitting it into each other's mouth while they do weird feats of gymnastic mm. strength and spitting them from great distance. And they were not. spit into
1: Will Arnett's mouth, mm-hmm. Zach Galifianak, Ken Jong.
2: There was a lot of a lot of spitting of banana and mushed up banana into each other's mouths, and it was disgusting. Mm. You turned away a couple of times. I hated it. But I have to say, the intimacy mm. of two people no. with their mouths close no. together. Willing to share in a mushed up spitty banana, they spat
1: the whole banana mushed up into the other one's Made
2: mouth. Made me feel a little bit. Are you serious? I was like impressed by the intimacy, And in know, that intimacy at the end of the day. Intimacy or into me. me I see, <laughs> into me. See, yeah, they turned me on. I gotta say, <clears throat> oh
1: boy, no, yeah, absolutely fuck no. I'll yeah. Yeah, I will say, I think, but did you like it when um, when Tommy Maitland said, uh. You have the gag reflex of a garbage disposal. <laughs> I didn't get that. Did you? I got it because in America, garbage disposal is part of the sink.
2: Yeah. You f-
1: yeah. shovel your shit down there, oh, it gurgles yeah. it up, and it seems endless. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, that was a that made me a little bit horny. I think in a in a weird way. It mm. Maybe it just awoke something in me that I didn't know I had. There
1: were a couple of <laughs> um horny lines that he had that I quite liked. Okay. There was um after the guy with the bagpipes, he said something beautiful can come out if you just <laughs> squeeze the bag just right. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. And line. that is in reference to <laughs> testicles and yep. semen, I would assume.
2: Yeah, and um, famously. As you all know, the way to get semen out of your dick is to squeeze the scrotum. To squeeze the ball bag. <laughs> yeah, don't stay away from the shaft. That's my advice to you. Do not touch the shaft. No stroking. <laughs> just squeeze that Squeezing. bag. Squeezing. Eventually something will come it's out. It's not unlike uh,
1: st- spinning the dial on a vault or on a safe. You just need to find that correct code to <laughs> unlock the, <laughs> in, to unlock all the treasures from within. <laughs> And if you keep tinkering with it, hey, you might hit the right spot.
2: I liked that line. I thought that was funny.
1: And the, this is my Marcus touch. I think the best gag of it, that mm-hmm. what, of the whole show, and the What's delivered by Mike Myers, mm-hmm. was when he was introducing a new act. He says, "This next." He says, do you believe in synchronicity? Hmm. Because this next act happens to have the same name as my testicles. <laughs> Elaine and Kevin. Yeah,
2: that made me laugh a lot too. It
1: really, and it killed in the room.
2: That was so funny because it was, that's a classic Mike joke where you set up expecting that it's going to be something very elaborate Mm. and then the joke, the punchline is something very mundane Mm. and that is so funny.
1: And I think it was the dirtiest joke of the, well, actually there was quite a few dirty jokes, but I think that was one that was pushing into the area that I wanted where it's um, absurd as well as dirty.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. That act was the couple who sang the song Don't Gong an Asian. Yes, there were an Asian couple. Mm
1: -hmm. They said, you can't can't gong an Asian. But little did they know that they actually thought this through and hired an Asian man (laughs) to be one of the judges. Yeah,
2: now I have a question to ask. Do you think that the whole purpose of having them in the pilot Mm -hmm. and having Ken Jong on the panel Mm. was to get around the fact that this is a time where (laughs) cultural insensitivity is not...
1: Yes, it's a politically sensitive time And I think, um, yes They kind of went, look,
2: we know that having a show called The Gong Show Mm. Produced by white people is a bit strange So we're going to acknowledge it with this Asian couple singing about how this is strange And I loved it It was one of the funniest acts (laughs) I loved the act, I loved uh, Ken Jong. Dancing I love around. Watching him dance. He's great.
1: He's a great dancer. Look, he He's is, up there with Tommy Maitland as the best dancer oh, in comedy. It
2: goes Tommy Maitland, mm-hmm. Sam Rockwell. Yes. And Ken Jeong Yes. I think they're the big three.
1: The big three.
2: When you think of famous dancers, do you believe people? in
1: synchronicity?
2: Because yeah. that
1: list of people share the same name as my testicles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> If I had to go for a fourth, I'd say Tom Cruise as Len Grossman in Tropic Thunder.
1: Mm, fifth, Tom Cruise as Risky in Risky Business. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, okay. I loved it. And I also loved that Ken Jeong gonged them as well, right? Yeah. At the very end of their bit. Very yes. funny.
1: And that, and it was an official gong. It was they an official gong. officially did get gonged off.
2: He... Seemed like he was on their side, but then he turned on them and became the villain. Very Ken Jong move, mm. And he outed himself as a race trader, <laughs>
1: Which was very funny. It was
2: very funny. I liked it. Yeah. What did we think of the other judges, by the way?
1: Uh, Zach Galifianakis Mm -hmm. I'll go on the record huge inspiration for me that you can have a weird name and still be a comedian (laughs) and uh, he was a big Zach Galifianakis was one of my biggest guys as a teenager I remember and he was a big boy back then he was a big boy and he had beautiful hair not unlike me big boy beautiful hair (laughs) and uh, I remember discovering him very young on like MySpace Mm -hmm. or something and then seeing him get on that get the hangover Mm. was a big deal for me because I'm like oh the stuff that I like is becoming mainstream now this Yeah, awesome.
2: Me too. Yeah, I think the first thing I saw of his was the vodka movie, the one with Tim and Eric, the absolute mm. vodka yeah. commercial they made, and then I watched <clears throat> all the Between Two Ferns that were available then, and then I watched. Purple Onion Yeah I love that Purple Onion There's a lot of Bootleg clips of him On YouTube I think I've seen Every single one Mm. of them Sets from Bonnaroo His VH1 talk show Is so great I torrented that When I was quite young I was obsessed with him And then same as you When he got the hangover And when he blew up Mm. I felt like I was Watching one of my Friends become famous It was really strange Totally And now I feel like I've lost A friend What? But I mean He's still very funny But he just doesn't The fact that he's not putting as much stuff out there is Mm. a bit sad for me. Well,
1: I think he's just got other stuff. He's got family and stuff now.
2: Yeah, man, fuck family. Okay. Showbiz is the only family. Showbiz is what matters. Yeah. Ask Mike. You think? I mean, sure, he's, he's got kids. He's probably been
1: raising his kids for the last few years. <laughs> yeah,
2: but now he's ready to get back into it. Back into he, character. He understands that mm. showbiz is more important.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I love Zach Efronik because he's a real highlight for me on this. Yeah, he was I great. I thought he was so funny and he was what made me get the tone of the show. Yeah. Was what they're trying to do there. And I mm. think I would love him to be on it every week.
2: Yeah, I would love that too. He yeah. would not do that. No. <laughs> that would be very cool. Yeah. Ken Jeong also very good on this. Will real really, that
1: as well. Will he was good, but not as. I like the other two more.
2: Yeah, I think Will Arnett is very good and very funny and everything, but I, uh, as we were saying, there's something about him that didn't seem like he was 100% in it. I'm just.
1: This. Because he's the EP. Yeah, he's the executive producer busy. of the show and he's working. Yeah, he's, he's he loyal well, two judge. jobs. He's yeah.
2: Watching the whole thing, going, like, mm. is my show going to fail? Yeah, you know? is
1: my show going good? And it went okay.
2: Yeah, it went fine.
1: It's a good premiere, and. We'll, because this was the premiere, this allows us to do a little bit more investigation to finding out if this is Mike. I know. Mm. And what we did was we watched the credits very carefully. I paused it mm. when every new credit card mm-hmm. would come up. We wanted or a to title see. Title card. They're not called credit cards. <laughs> that is what you use to buy things online.
2: <laughs> we wanted to know if Mike's name appeared anywhere mm. in the. In the credits at all, would it be under a a bizarre title like associate producer or contributing writer? Or thanks or something like that. that. Special thank you. And Alexi, what can you confirm?
1: I can confirm it does not appear anywhere at all. There's a guy called Mike Malone, which I paused (laughs) to double check, (laughs) but uh, who was a camera assistant, so not even near that kind of thing. No. Um, But it does say executive
2: producer Tommy Maitland. Yeah. Yeah. The character, Tommy Maitland, if he is a character, gets actual credits in this show. They've really committed. Mm. And
1: wow. then also he got uh, hosted by.
2: Yeah. Two credits.
1: Yeah. So it's like, ah, they're really keeping that mystery alive.
2: Yeah. Will we ever know if this is going, if this is Mike Myers, will he ever come out and say it? Yes.
1: But it's him. I can say I'm an expert on the guy. <laughs> I'm, it's, I'm sure it's him. Okay. I don't know why we're not getting picked up for interviews But like as expert witnesses Trying to <laughs> decipher this We've analysed photos We've analysed photos We've watched every movie he's done Including Pete's Meteor and The Thin Pink Line <laughs> We know who Mike Myers is inside and out so We can say it's him
2: I'm reserving judgement I'm well, I'm going to wait another episode. There's
1: got to be one brave dude out there in the world making yeah, the call. Yeah, that's you. You're and the I'm Snowden
2: of the Mike Myers Tommy Maynard I'm willing to conspiracy. move to Russia right now. <laughs> yeah, you're Assange, man.
1: Thanks, man. That's all right, man. Assange is dating Pam Anderson. Yeah, it? I know, dude. Pam. That's dude. why I said it. That's, that's so
2: cool. Awesome. You could get Pammy. <laughs> <laughs> freaking
1: um, out I'm right freaking now. out right now. Well, what should we conclude... For the premiere of the gong show. Yeah. Are we checking
2: it? I think we have to check Do we it. we have to check it? We have to check it. Because we're usually checking things of the past. This is a present day thing that I know, we're this checking. This is the first time we've checked something that is currently on oh, I'm yeah. fucking freaked right now. <sighs> I'm going to check this episode and I'm going to say I was entertained, mm. but it wasn't groovy. Or it was groovy, but it wasn't yeah. shagadelic
1: it's not my happening but it does freak me out yeah
2: and I'm in, I'm intrigued enough to keep watching yes which is good because we have to watch we it. have
1: to keep watching but also we will announce to you guys now mm. we are not becoming a gong show recap <laughs> <laughs> recap <laughs> podcast we will be doing a continuing our thing of uh, doing spin-offs and talking about the movies of Mike Myers. we' still have a few more to go Puss in boots yeah. um, the documentary he made mm-hmm. called uh, Supermanch. Supermensch and also later on this year We do have the Terminal coming out Or Terminal yeah. Which is the thriller that he Plus stars we'll have in some more... With Margot Robbie And Oof. might I make a guess This movie will be horny <laughs> Okay. Just because you're horny Doesn't mean the movie will okay. be horny. <laughs> Might I make a bold prediction That movie will be horniest movie of the year <laughs>
2: Well, I'm excited to see where that goes. I'm excited to do more episodes on his movies with some Mm. great guests, which we will have coming up. But you're right, we're not going to be recapping this every week. We're going to probably bank them a little bit. Yeah, we will check
1: in periodically with where the gong show is at. Or maybe at the start of a spin-off, do 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah,
2: we haven't quite nutted it out yet because, to be honest, this has really thrown us for a loop yes
1: because we are living in a brave new world yeah
2: i'm i'm still reeling from the fact that mike may be on our screens right now
1: i know Mm. i'm so proud i'm so proud to see it i'm
2: proud of you i'm proud of you i'm proud of the horny babies
1: i'm proud of every single one of you horny babies out there and thank you for showing us your continued support in this crazy journey called mike check And that's what you have been listening to for the last few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably you
2: only listen to the start and then you skip to the end because you want to hear those fucking plugs, baby. Yes, you got to plug it up.
1: So we have been talking about The Gong Show. It's available on torrents.com. <laughs> 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 if you want to catch up with it, If you're not in America It's in America It is on abc.com maybe yeah.
2: And you can watch it on Hulu as well If you have a Hulu thing And mm. a VPN blocker mm. <laughs> Another thing the government are forcing us to use
1: I cannot stand this government
2: Fuck I hate this government dude. We oh, gotta start a political I voted for the Greens
1: I know th- you did But I think we gotta start our own political party
2: Okay what are we called?
1: <sighs> I don't know How
2: about we just start our own micronation yeah The Mike Czech Republic
1: The Mike Czech Republic We're, we're seceding from Australia Yeah it's time We are It is time Because we are international baby yeah. We are not just Australian anymore No We are International men of mystery <laughs> Is what we are saying We are no longer Australians We have seceded from the Australian nation Officially we are the Mike Czech Republic now. true
2: It's official If you have anything you want to send to us We're going to have to set up a weird postal system yes, To get exactly. into the Mike Czech Republic
1: And if you want to be part of it Declare yourself Hashtag Mike Czech Republic. Hashtag gong On Twitter And you can tweet at us At Mike Check
2: Yep Or at us individually At I am Cameron James
1: Or This is Alexi Very For me
2: annoying. Talk to us on Facebook please Give us more Mike things to watch yep. Some people have sent us Some episodes of TV shows At Mike's Cameo Yes D-M, I think I'm really looking forward to doing We're going to That's be going, going into
1: those now Into the more micro Mike episodes <laughs> uh,
2: And speaking of plugs What do you have to plug?
1: On the 30th of June, this Friday night at 8 pm at the Gaelic Club. I'm hosting Green Lights Comedy Nights mm-hmm. in Sydney, just behind Central Station. Cameron James is the headliner.
2: Oh, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Green Lights is the best, and I am. I'm gonna have a blast up there. Yeah,
1: it's only ten bucks. Come hang out with both Cam and I. It's gonna be an official Mike Mike, uh, Mike Czech Republic uh, <laughs> embassy on the night, so there will be no lockout laws in that) <laughs> <laughs> In that pub And we're allowed to
2: do double shots (laughs) Oh mama Let's get wasted Yeah I I think I will get wasted that night Yeah let's get wasted And
1: also on
2: the Saturday Saturday night The following night That's the 1st of July Becky Lucas is doing her encore show At the Comedy Store I'm opening for her I'm going to hang out and watch the show as well She's the best And you'll have a blast Coming to that Tickets are available online um, Buy them Go see them Another couple of things i like to plug uh, I'm doing Splendour in the Grass This year That's uh-huh. in the middle of July Please Fuck going to see music Come mm, see comedy At come a music festival Fuck it It's
1: going to be really good
2: And uh, also If you're living in Sydney Come to Bondi Feast Oh yes That is a festival in Bondi For one night only Becky Lucas and Cameron James Will be doing a show together We're going to do stand up And probably fight on stage Some riffing And some riffing Maybe some dancing Some acapella singing And we might solve some of your life you problems You might spit a few
1: bananas into yeah, each other
2: maybe Maybe we will That's July 18 You can buy tickets on the Bondi Feast website I'd love you to come to that
1: And if you like what you heard in this episode, give us five stars Mm. on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. And if you want to have a little fun with it, might I suggest, in your review giving us the name, title, and concept for what you'd like our next super specific actor-based spin-off podcast to be. So we just got one in from Liam45. The funniest boys Alexi and Cam make listening to Mike Myers' analysis actually enjoyable. Some ideas for spin-off podcast Emma Stone. The podcast where two guys green out and watch Stone movies <laughs> to see if she steals stones. I would love to do that. I I'm would, a big stonehead. Yeah,
2: I'm a big green boy and I would love to I'd love to actually green out for the first time <laughs> in a long time.
1: It's been a while for me too, but I would love to do it. And I know you famously <laughs> love Emma Stone. Famously, I'm um, crazy for Emma Stone. Yeah. She's one of my favourite actors.
2: Yeah, okay, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I, would I do that one. great.
1: love to do the house bunny or something.
2: That would be fun. You know what I want to say? The new one with her, Battle of the Sexes, that's coming oh, out Oh, that looks fantastic. Steve Stephen Carell.
1: Steve Carell, who has had a renaissance as a sex symbol People right now. People think he's hot. It's crazy yeah. that they didn't figure
2: it out years ago. Yeah, I know. He's always been hot. I've known
1: since Foxcatcher. Absolutely. I want him <laughs> to catch some of my foxes, if you know what I mean.
2: Oh no (laughs) Well that sounds like a fun one I'd love to I'd love to fucking Lose my mind on weed (laughs) (laughs) Really spin out dude Yeah By
1: putting no spin in it Yeah
2: Fuck no spin No way Yeah
1: Uh, Thanks so much for listening guys We'll be back with you next week With a really cool Spin off episode
2: Later babies It's my check It's my check The podcast